Hello, and welcome to Morlocks, a Let's Experiment show about finding new homes for the lost and forgotten characters of Marvel Crisis Protocol. My, I'm your host, Lexa White, and we're in out, uh, Leader Out of Their Own Affiliation Month. Yay! And with me today for our very first episode is Marcus. Marcus, how are you doing today? I'm very good, thank you, Lexa. Thank you for having me on. Very excited to exciting. have you. Yes, very excited to have you on. Would you mind doing a quick introduction of yourself for people who do not know oh, you? Yeah. yeah, of course I can. Um, my name's Marcus. Um, I'm kind of a nobody when it comes to content. Um, I lurk around in the Discord quite a lot. But I've only recently just joined TTS. Um, I picked up MCP from the beginning. Um, I was playing the Batman game by uh, Night Models. I was getting a bit frustrated with how Night Models as a company kind of were. And uh, I know Will Schick from uh, War Machine. And I was like, oh, well, we seem like good guys. I'll, I'll trust the game and see where it goes. And I've never looked back. I've picked up everything. Um, excited to play games in person. But, um, yeah, that's me with MCP. Yeah, we have consistently met each other on the battlefield doing one-day tourneys. We have, yeah. We've kind of... Uh, Mostly first games as well. Yeah, I know. We are, like, enough. consistent round one opponents. <laughs> we, we are, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. But no, they're always good fun games. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm always challenged. That's one thing that I love about TTS is um, I'm just able to put myself up against some of the best players in the world, which is very hard to do in your local group. Obviously, you have good players, and it's good to challenge yourself. But to be able to just look for a game and go against, like, Pat Dunfield or Dizzard or yourself really does challenge you, and it's great. I would not call myself one of the best players in the game. No, (laughs) no, but like like I said, you always bring something new and interesting. It's always a challenge to go, oh, what's she trying to do? Oh, okay, great. Yeah, no, it's, it's, while I may not be the best player on the table, I will always bring you a new puzzle. Yeah, true. It's always like this weird uh, Xenobite puzzle box yes. that I've got to work out. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, and as you being one of the kind of non-content creators I like to get on the show, I will ask once again the major question I ask you guys. What character that is not an MCP do you want to see in MCP? Uh, so um, I read comics as well. I'm a big comic buff. Um mm-hmm. When I when I was younger, it was always like DC for the win, and that's it. But I grew up and I put all childish things into a box and was like, no, I can read other comics. And one of the first real comic book series I got into Marvel was uh, uh, Widow Joe Wilson's Miss Marvel mm-hmm. with Kamala Khan. Yeah. So since the beginning of the game, that's all I've wanted is just Kamala Khan. And not to time this episode, but yesterday we got a spoiler where Miss Marvel is definitely in the game, so I'm a very yes. happy man. I, I am very excited about that, and it's nice to be in a community with another person who read mostly DC stuff, considering all these Marvel mm-hmm. people. I, I Yeah, there's, oh, there's just everywhere, Lexa. I just know. all over the place, all these Marvel people. Jeez. Yes. No, it's, I've always been more of a DC Comics person, but I love this yeah. game too much. Yeah, it's an incredible game. I love, like I said, I just like superheroes anyway. I yeah. like um, the fact that, you know, they are modern myths. And I, uh-huh. you know, I enjoy storytelling for it. Uh, but yeah, Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan. Um, if you haven't read uh, the Widow Jerusalem run of Miss Marvel, give it a read. It's, it's incredible. Fantastic, yeah. It's so, so good. 
But I guess there is one character in that series that I would like to see, and I don't. Well, they I guess they put Modok in the game, so they might do it. But uh, in there is a villain who is Thomas Edison, but in the body of a cockatiel, and he has a, a giant mech suit. And I would love Thomas Edison to be in the game. That would be that would be incredible. I would not be surprised with that actually. True. Uh, mostly because, if I remember correctly, the Miss Marvel Marvel Champions pack had uh, Thomas Edison as, as her arch nemesis. Mm-hmm. And so, giving him the shout there as, as like the big notable villain of Miss Marvel, I would not be surprised if he comes out in this game. Yeah, I was surprised with that as well, because I, I played the LCG game as well. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, he was, he was the villain, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, when that there was like that glimmer of hope, when I was like, one day I will have a cockatiel and a giant robot, and I will be a happy man. Uh, not to go off track, but are you on the Danger Room Discord? I am. I'm actually a Patreon of those guys. Okay, so you know about the Marvel Champions channel on the Danger Room Discord, then? Um, I, I've never been on it. I've yes. never seen it. No, so it's probably about a week ago. Um. Partially because of me, because I introduced Sploosh to the TTS mod for Marvel Champions. Um, and oh, now yeah, Sploosh yeah. is introducing other people to it through the mod. They have now oh, added a Marvel Champions uh, uh, channel to the Danger Room Discord. I've seen it just there. I've seen it pop up. I haven't popped on there yet. Oh, so much content for me later. Good. Yes, fantastic. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this look. I'm a very tangent person, so if you oh, need to like, get out your rodeo rope and just pull me in, do it. I am also the person who listens to three-hour podcasts that are 50% tangents. I do not mind tangents in my podcasts. That's fine. That's good, because you're going to get some. Anyway, uh, who did you... Uh, this is the start of Leader, uh, Leaders Out of Their Own Affiliation Month. I am very excited about this. This is kind of the first theme month of this show. And yep. for our opening leader, who did you bring us? Well, I think there's only one real leader when it comes to leaders, and that is Mr. Captain America, Mr. Steve Rogers himself. So um, America's yeah, think, backside. Um, Cap- Indeed, America's backside. That beautiful, beautiful butt. Um, but yeah, I chose um, Captain America um, just because obviously um, Falcon and Winter Soldier is out at the moment on MCU. I've been enjoying that and watching that. And, um, yeah, I thought when it comes to leaders, he is the, you know, the leader of the Avengers, leader of America, and we'll see where he fits out of that. Yeah. It'll be fun. To go on another tangent, I am in the mm-hmm. exact opposite direction of you, apparently, on Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, you're not liking it? I think it's an utter disaster. Okay, interesting. Um, uh, I don't know how spoilerific you want to get into it, but... I, I'm actually still an episode behind, so so oh, it's okay. This is this is interesting then. Because I was on the same path of you and I was like, this show does not know what it's saying. Because you know, it it is political and it's saying some political things. And I'm like, what are you trying to say? What is happening? Are you saying there's good guys on both sides? I'm a bit confused. And then episode four happens. And for me, it cemented what they were trying to say, what was going on in the episode. And 
how you want to take it. And then from episode four, I was like, okay, you've gone, you've done good. Let's see how you nail it in the next next two episodes. And for me, I think they have. But okay, I can so, see I can see why people can see it as a mess. So I am a okay. I am also a TV critic. I talk about this at the end right, of every okay. episode, but I write TV reviews. I have just put out like an hour ago my three hundred and seventy seventh review. Cool. Um, so I've put out a lot of reviews, and it's. My issues with Falcon and the Winter Soldier are so much more in their construction than anything they are trying right, to okay. say and the message. I think it is so muddled in its actual practical aspects. Right, okay. Um, and it's being put out in a format that is actively a disservice to what it's trying to do format, uh, uh, function-wise. Oh yeah, I completely agree with that. I feel... It's a six-hour movie. I prefer to watch it as like to binge it basically. Yes. Instead no, of and I think the, the week to I think the week to weakness of it is its biggest weakness, and that's a fundamental part of it. And it's a disaster yeah. there. Yeah. No, I I completely agree with that. Um. Yeah, it is an absolute disaster when it comes to how it's been displayed. Because, like I said, there was a part where me and my partner were watching it, me and him, and we came to episode three and we're like. Do we stop watching it? I don't really know. But obviously we have the subscription. So yeah. it came out and I watched the episode four and I was like, okay, cool. I get this. But I completely mm-hmm. agree. If it was just released as a as a binge, I would have complete. I, you know, wouldn't have had these issues that I had from the beginning. Yeah. And you are right construction wise. Like, yeah, it does. It just takes you out of those moments where you get invested in something and it goes, okay, we're here. Okay, mm-hmm. we're here. Oh, over here. Oh, this is a bit weird. Yeah. Like, but if it was just a six-hour block of entertainment, then yeah, I think it would hit a bit harder. And and also, I think just the way that they block and construct their scenes sometimes, especially the action scenes, is is very bad. I think the action scenes specifically are okay. very underwhelming. Right. I thought um, the opening action scene. I thought had good flow to it, and I think that's a key word because obviously Falcon has. Um, flight and aerial movement yeah and i think the camera tracking and the flow works really well like we're always moving forward we're never moving back yeah and we we have a good sense of movement in it it reminds me of like um good meter art where you always feel like there's pace and flow to it mm-hmm. so yeah i think as comic book action i think it's good but yeah like i said i'm not a not a tv critic i can only sort of go what i say but yeah i think the yeah. flow of the action is good uh-huh Anyway, <laughs> big explosions and rockets. Anything that goes then you've got me, got me on board. So. Very fair. Anyway, we're talking about a miniature game. <laughs> anyway. At least we're supposed Indeed. to be. We will. We will. We will get this done. Um. So, Captain America is an interesting piece overall. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a four-cost piece, which is always going to be a tax, especially out of affiliation. But I think it's yeah. a lot less of a tax than a lot of people make it out to be. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I've been playing a lot of Inhumans Red Skull. Right, okay. Um, and, and I haven't had basically any problems with my roster construction. Um, so I think you can, you can center a four out of affiliation into a list very easily 
if you're yeah, designing with that depending, in mind. Yeah, depending on obviously how wide you want to go. Like, I think mm-hmm. you kind of have to have like a character limit of going, right, okay, am I going to keep to that four character point or am I going to go up to the, the five? Like, do I want to keep priority? Do I want to lose it? And that all comes down to like essentially what goal you want to have in the game, right? Yeah. So, so yeah. Captain America is this really interesting forecast because I think a lot of people, me included, view a lot of his major value in his leadership ability. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But that does not mean he doesn't have value outside of it. No, definitely not. And that's one of the reasons why I picked him because I, I fundamentally normally play more tanky, sturdy characters that I want to put on the board and I want them to stay there. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that Cap does. Yeah. On both sides. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he is sturdy on his front side, and then nigh unkillable on his backside. Once he gets, I oh, can do yeah. this all day. Like I said, he is America's butt. So yeah. on his backside, he is his strongest, and that's the way it should be. Yes, um, but that does lead into an interesting kind of that leads into. Um, him not being as strong of a scenario piece as I think people want him to be just because he has um he is not able to when he's super tanky he also doesn't have priority on secures yes um yeah true but he is for physical defense mm-hmm. and for energy defense yes and you've got the um the R&Ds the roles right so you've got the ones where you have to um, row energy dice or you've got mutants, madman, see, mm-hmm. amusements. I think I put all those words in the, the wrong order, but that <laughs> that crisis. Uh, mutant um, madman. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, mutant madman where obviously it's uh, physical defense and he's got four on that, mm-hmm. so which is good when it comes to those. I, I will say I very much appreciate that they managed to get a reference to Arcade in this game because I do not think he would work in the game design space of this game. Oh, no, definitely not. Yeah, he just would not not in any way uh, fit. Yeah, I don't even know how they would do it. I want to take that design funky. challenge someday, but I'm also scared. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of like I'm interested in how uh, they worked out Scarlet Witch. Because I was like, how how are you going to do those sort of like reality changing powers? But I think they nailed it. Yeah. Uh, so, um, and with Captain America, we have an interesting opportunity that we may take and we mm-hmm. may not take. Because he has three different duo cards. Yeah, I have them in front of me right now. That's mm-hmm. the first thing I did. I was like, I got out Captain America and I got out the three tactics cards. Mm-hmm. where he uh, interacts with other characters. Yes, so you have the Ricochet Blast from Iron mm-hmm. Man, um, which is a very interesting piece. I It's a very powerful singular attack, but I'm not sure how much... I'm not sure we want to fit Iron Man also out of affiliation to get that effect. Yeah, well, that's the other thing I'm going to say. So... Captain America is tanky. Iron Man is also tanky. And there's a affiliation that loves good tanky characters, and that's Criminal Syndicate. Mm-hmm. And you can fit 
you you can fit an Iron Man in as well as a Captain America in a Criminal Syndicate, I think. But we'll get there when mm-hmm. when we can. But yes. yeah, Ricochet Blast. And also, uh, one other thing I like about Ricochet Blast is Captain America can be on the midpoint. I um, Iron Man can be on the back point, and you've still got this nice uh, range four hit you can do from the center line. Yeah, which is nice. Uh, then you have Thunder Wave, mm-hmm. uh, which is a range five beam. It is. It's beefy. Yeah, six dice range five beam, and I'm never going to complain about a beam. Nope, never. I think Enchantress showed us all that beams are... Well, obviously back with Vision as well. Yeah, Vision, Enchantress. Just like everybody with a beam has shown... Even even Ghost Rider makes me fear beams. That's true. And don't forget, um, Kingpin's got his cane as well. Yeah, that's the only beam I don't feel. That's the only beam I don't feel in this game. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be honest. That's true, it's not... It's not the most fearful of beams, but he's uh-huh. got it, though. Yeah. Got that cane. Um, and then we have to the end of the line, which just yes. makes uh, him immune to throws and pushes and super tanky, as long as he's standing near a winter yeah. soldier. Well, it says, um, while we're in one uh, of each other this round, his characters cannot be moved by any effects. So that means advances as well, right? I th- all... Yes, I think so. Yeah, so it stops Bow to the Wheel um, of Modoc. Um, it stops Enchantress's Kiss. It yeah, also would mean you stop the, the major thing that gets around all of the anti-movement tech right now, which is Cosmic Portal from Thanos. Because mm-hmm. you cannot be moved at all, so it completely yes. holds you in line. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are, those are three uh, things to kind of keep in mind as we go into this discussion. Um, mm-hmm. But I want to talk about the other new bad guy affiliation that likes tanky boys. Okay. And um, would, would, would that be Spider-Foes by any chance? No. No? No. Which, which new one? Sin. Oh, that's true. Cool. No, Sin, yeah. Sin is, yeah, Sin loves tanky boys. She's married to one. She's yes. married to the tankiest of boys, Crossbones. Uh-huh. And um, the specific thing, because because of how nigh unkillable Captain America gets in the late stages, once you flip him, you can just start running him at their back points. Yeah. And trusting he will live into their end phase just as a piece of disruption. Hmm. And she's only three points as a leader as well, yes. which means um, the the four point tax isn't as hard. Mm-hmm. So you can fit him into more builds. Yeah. Um, her husband's only three points as well, crossbones. Yes. Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like Sin a lot, and also, uh, like I said, I am a criminal syndicate player. Mm-hmm. I love criminal syndicate. I adore them very much. But one thing that obviously Kingpin struggles with is if you obviously don't get the um, secures you need. Um, it comes a bit lackluster. Mm-hmm. However, Sin allows you to kind of play a similar gameplay to some of the guards of pushing people off points and trying to, you know, play that secure game mm-hmm. without relying too much on what the secure is. So Yes. Um, and 
if you lose the secure, then you're getting, you either are getting a secure you really like, or an extract that is an asset, so you have the second part of your um, affiliation ability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you can chuck stuff around and just throw them to each other. Mm-hmm. That's good. So that is one that option. Case, I know. Yeah, I like Sin a lot. Mm-hmm. That's really got me thinking. So yeah. Um, we had mentioned Criminal Syndicate already, and I do think that is an interesting home where it kind of is kind of a sacrificial lamb early and then starts bodyguarding for whoever's healthy on the point. Yeah. Um, and that that gives him a lot of value. And also, the thing people forget about him is he has an automatic throw for two power. It just costs mm-hmm. an attack. Yeah, it's size limited though, so yes. the character has to be size two. But you think about some of the, like the main pieces that are coming up in the in the meta, and I'm doing bunny ears for that in the meta at the moment. Well, is we Enchantress... have <laughs> we have no idea what the meta is right now. <laughs> no, exactly. Like it's just bonkers. But so main pieces that are turning up. So Enchantress seems to be everywhere. She's size two. Um, Medusa, again, size two. Uh, Angela. She's on a big base, but she is only size two. So there's a lot of characters that are, you know, fitting into that size now where actually you will be able to get the throw off. Yeah. Um, And his builder has a wild push. Mm -hmm. um, And his shield throw also has a wild trigger. So I will also point towards if you want to play a little bit more aggro, um, probably not the best idea, but you can definitely use the X-Force ability to give him a little bit more consistency on his wilds. Yep. Um, and kind of give them a tanky conf- uh, scenario piece that they don't... that to kind of support the limited scenario play they already have. And the incinerate also, that they're giving out sorry. also benefits a lot. Yeah, and the other thing as well is Cable chucking two dice on him and then Captain America adding two dice himself. That's a lot of dice. We get plus four dice for a defense where Cap, at that point, isn't really flipping over at any point, right? I wouldn't think. It's, you are still working at a three out of five. So it's it's the way that defense dice work. Um, So attack dice, on average, one out of every two dice will be a success. Uh, Defense dice, it's one out of somewhere in between every two and every three. Uh, yeah, sure. And so I just kind of average it to one out of every three dice is a success. So between those two, you're only really getting one extra success for four power between two yeah, characters. True. So that's, it's it's a very different proposition of once he flips, that just makes him immortal. Because suddenly you're changing it to five out of every eight faces is a successful result. And that's really good odds then. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, I don't, I don't really think he fits into X Force. Yeah, but well. I, I did want to bring it up. No, no, definitely. Then, uh, the other thing, if we go uh, down Criminal Syndicate, is uh, with Taskmaster, they can be shield throw buddies. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, just be throwing their shields together, having a good time. Mm-hmm. But... Um, and then the only other affiliation that I really want to talk about is the other big tanky boys affiliation. Um, in this game, which is Asgard. True. Just go Asgard beefcakes. Yeah, and at that point as well, you also have the option of Thunder Wave if you wanted yep. to have that range 5 team. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're on the same wavelength. I wanted, like, 
if you take the leadership away from Cap, what is left? And it is just a beefy boy with a nice butt. Yes. And that's, you know, who he is, what he is, and how he works. And yeah, I think those affiliations. And Asgard the size to can... throw on an attack, yeah, but it's a yeah, size to throw. And, and the throw and the push as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so Asgard, Criminal Syndicate, and um, Sin with Cabal. Yeah. Uh, Mm-hmm. Is there one of those that cross. jumps out to you? Uh, I think there's two. I don't know. It's difficult. I think to the end of the line for me is something that I would really want to push. I think a bit. I think it's really good at the moment. There's so much push effects going around, mm-hmm. and um, Criminal Syndicate hate displacement, and this stops that for you to essentially have four. If they're both healthy. Four characters on a point, not being able to move and just taking it. Which so, I think is really good. We have an interesting opportunity here. Yeah. Because do you know who is Criminal Syndicate affiliated? Uh, Criminal Syndicate affiliated, we've got. I normally know off the top of my head, but my brain is blank. Here we go. So, we've got Kingpin, got Black Cat, Bullseye, yep. Crossbones. A Green Goblin, Killmonger, Modok, Mysterio, Sin, and Taskmaster. So yeah, so we can have Sin, Kingpin, Crossbones, uh, chuck in Bucky as well. Yeah, I think we can do yeah, Criminal mm-hmm. Syndicate with um, a little sprinkle of Cabal. So that's one option. The other option, and this is, uh, we can do main Sin Cabal with. Loki Enchantress and then have a side plan of Asgard. Ooh. Oh, that's spicy. I'd never have to move away from Criminal Syndicate, but that is that's a spicy chili there. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's real good. Cause you've got Enchantress that can move things to set up Sin's leadership and so on. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah, I like that. So how about we go for uh, yeah, Sin Cabal with <laughs> Asgard. Fantastic. That, that is... Oh, I, I am in love with Sin. I will say that right out of the gate. No, I completely agree with you. Um, as soon as I saw her, I was like, oh, she's just another cool sort of like displacement objective game I can play. I like playing that sort of game. Sweet. Well, I've also... Um, I've been playing in the Heroes for Hire League. Okay, yeah. Um, and uh, we did one round. And we just blew through it, so we decided to do a second entire league in the time it took everyone else to do their first the the battle realm to do their entire first league. Yeah. Um, and for the second league, we decided to include the new models. So I picked up Sin and Carnage, and so I've been playing Sin Cabal with Carnage as so, oh, and it's man. so much fun. I'm about to say that is that has got to be fun. Oh yeah. Um. So I've just I've just been in love with Sin recently, having to play her a lot. Cool. How does she play on the? Because I haven't used her on the table yet. Um, does she play on the table? How she does on a card? Because sometimes you look at a card and go, okay, it definitely does that, and get her on the table, and it's more difficult to sort of reach those goals. So it's, like that. Um, first off, interesting rules. Uh, rules. Uh. Rules clarification that has come from the AMG form. Uh, her leadership ability it has two parts. One part is when you are contesting a secure. Yeah. 
Um, and the other part is when you're when a character is within two of an enemy character holding an asset token. Now that second part oh. can be measured from dazed characters. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Wow. And, that... and she plays really. She herself is this really interesting, kind of flighty. Almost bullseye-ish in the way that she plays, and I also have yeah. much more respect for bullseye than I think most people do. Um, no, I, I'm the same with bullseye. I've kind of had a weird journey with him because I played um, Hugo, also known as Huggy Bear, mm-hmm. and we were just talking about it, and he was like, "Have you tried bullseye?" And I was like, "No, he doesn't really fit into um, the sort of play style I want." And he's like, "Just try him." So the last few games, I put in bullseye, and he's just pulled so much work. Yeah, that pincushion attack is so good well and so specifically it's it's with him and and someday i will find someone to do a bullseye episode of this show and i will (laughs) get to give my speech on bullseye and avengers oh yeah um but just hit and run is so good i think it's an extremely underrated ability and with her automatic pistols automatically generating her two power if she can start the turn she can get four attacks and to move off no matter how much power she has and still have one left over yeah actually still have three left over um because you do automatic pistol one two power spend those two power for another automatic pistols attack gain two more power and to move yeah it's it's really and then with stealth, it means she can get into these weird, awkward places your opponent just doesn't want her. Yeah, true, because you can... Um, obviously, she's medium movement as well, so you can yeah, hit and run, uh, move, you know, do your attacks, move, then be, you know, in your stealth range, so you're a little bit more... Mm-hmm. But also, you could be away from crossbones, for example, hit and run, do some shoots, move obviously closer to uh, crossbones, do some more move again, and then um, do the marriage and get yeah. him going. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's... it's you don't necessarily really... have to be together. Because that's one thing that I thought at first. It's like, well, you kind of always have to be running for each other, but actually, no, with the hit and run. Yeah, you... A little bit more separate. Yeah. You can have... It's, I've been playing her at a back point, and she will... If she has two power, she will move up a little bit, double tap, move back, and then and then send crossbones in to actually kill the person after she softened oh, them yeah. up. Which then you're keeping priority as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and if we're playing thin, we are obviously playing crossbones. Obviously. Obviously playing crossbones. I play crossbones quite a lot. I really like him. Yeah. He's a, he's a good boy. Uh-huh. I'm also a member of the Church of Crossbones. So. He has been putting in work. Um, I, for the first time ever in, in my playing, uh, doomed prophecy of crossbones. <laughs> oh, buddy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Doomed prophecy crossbones, haymaker, uh, overpowering someone. Um, uh, it was overpower a cable into a car. Land up on the car, uh, land up on the train, and then punch the Hawkeye hiding behind the train. Yeah, how do you find getting power on him though? Uh, no, it's it's I, I did the look at me, I'm a target approach with crossbones. Yeah, 
and then flipped him Doom Prophecy winning. Like it. Uh huh. So yeah, so good. yeah, so definitely sin, definitely crossbones. And then we were talking earlier about the Enchantress and Loki, who are both also Cabal members. Hmm. Yeah, uh, they fit in really well. And it's... Obviously, Loki adds some control elements with uh, pay one more superpowers, which catches me out all the time. Uh, in my Battle Realm game that I just had, um, Loki, I, I should have banned Loki, I didn't, and he just made all my um, pay one, like, Kingpin suddenly has to pay two to uh, reduce one damage, which isn't that great. Crossbones as well, which just pretty much takes him out of the game. Yeah. And... The most annoying thing I have found for people, and Black Order players hate Loki. Because yes. he taxes Gems 1, mm-hmm. and he taxes Husband and Wife 1. Oh, yeah. Which yeah, is... Really, <laughs> really makes things more difficult. Yeah, and on his flip side, he stops crits from uh, pocket. As yeah. well, which is also fantastic. Um, and he is just yeah, also yeah. a yeah. slimy character that's hard to pin down. Yeah, definitely. Again, with that trickster mm-hmm. to be able to just you know get out of things and then move into a, a better position on the board, or yeah. like with Sin's leadership, for example, trickster out to get closer to someone to be within two to make them drop an asset. Yeah. So you your opponent suddenly have to be really mindful of where they are allowing Loki to go. Yeah. Well, I think that's one thing with the sin leadership in general. Like people have to be more aware of where everyone is now. Yeah. Even the dazed models, which is yeah. really fascinating. Um. And then I think since we're bringing Loki, I think we should bring the mind gem, because mm-hmm. Loki with a mind gem is so much better than Loki without a mind gem. Indeed. And also, again, that plays into sin. Because mm-hmm. you can mind gem someone to be within two of you, drop the asset. Yep. Or, you know, bring someone possibly, you know, off of, uh, off of a um, secure point or whatever you need and, like, adds into that sort of control element. Because I think we're kind of doing... Obviously, Red Skull is about doing as much damage as you can. You yeah. bring your big boys, you bring Magneto, you bring Modok, where Sin is a more control mm-hmm. play, right? Yeah. So those control elements, I think, is going to be really important. Yeah. Which... Uh, Enchantress brings along as well with yeah. uh, um, visibility. So. And we also have like this little tax engine between Enchantress and Loki. Mm-hmm. Which is also something that I am not going to scoff at because D&T is very fun for me and no one else. Yeah, true. It is always fun for the person playing it and not the person yeah. up against it. Um, and then for that splash, we have Thor, which allows us to play a really interesting 14. Not quite the 14 I would want to play. This would actually be a case where I might play a point down, depending on stuff. But you could right. play Asgard as Thor, Loki, Mind Gem, and Captain America at 14. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, or you can play the point down version of Thor, Enchantress, Captain America. Um, True. Um, mind gems one point, right? So yeah. So fourteen 
So Loki with the mind gem and four is ten, and the Captain America is four, so that's fourteen. So you're not yeah. playing. You're not playing a point down. Well, no. If you want to play Enchant with for the Senator Steel. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> um, or you can play Thin Crossbones Enchant with Captain America at fourteen and just bring the pain. Oh yeah, because you're playing. That is a weird. Yeah, cause you get that. Okay, you you get that. Uh, uh, steal a lot on top of the keeping priority because you're playing three wide, essentially. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that leaves us with three spots left to talk about. Yeah. So uh, right. So we got Captain America, four Loki, Enchantress, Sin, and Crossbones, right? And then the Mind Gem. And in my gym, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we got three spots left. Right. So we kind of want to look at what um, point values we're missing. Yeah. So we talked about our 14 there. Um, yeah. Our 15, we can play... Uh, we play Cabal, uh, Captain America, Sin, Crossbones, Loki with Mind Gem. Yep, that works really nicely. Which that for demons, uh, for for what uh, uh, gamma waves, that is yes. a big tax sphere, and you are coming in way under activations. Yeah. Um, I think the only thing that could under activate that at fifteen is a Corvus Proxima Sanus list. Yeah. Um. Then sixteen, we have. One second, doing math. Uh, we play Sin, Enchantress, Loki, Mind Gem, uh, Captain America. Okay, cool. And not have, and not have crossbones. Yeah. Yeah, that works good. But that's still four wide, and you have so much control on uh, Mayor Fisk there. Yeah, because you can pass as well, and you probably will be passing quite a lot. Yeah, just to uh, able to then um, get those mind gem moves in yeah. and the bow moves when you need them. Yeah, but no, yeah, it works really well. Mm-hmm. And also, um, you want to be going first with sin so you can pick up those assets which you've dropped, right? Yeah, you want to be going first so anyway to pick up assets. Yeah. Um, and then seventeen. Seventeen, we go. Sin, Crossbones, Enchantress is 10, 14. So we get another three-pointer in there. So yeah. we need Which at least one be, three-pointer. Could be Winter Soldier. Could, could be, be. Could be Bucky. Could be, could be uh, Bucky. He's got, a range, he's got a range five. It's not very good, but he's got a range five. No. Um, can, if we put in two at the end of line as well, Captain mm-hmm. America. Yeah. Keeps him in place. Um. So that is that is definitely an option, or we can go for a kind of heavier three-piece. Um, there are some interesting options that have recently become available, too. Um, True. Specifically, I'm thinking of Mysterio. I absolutely love Mysterio. I had a game. I played with my friend um, Darren, also known as Wargaming Dad, who's mm-hmm. on um, Discord and stuff. He's a lovely dude. Um, we were just testing out the new characters after the um, weekend showcase. Yeah. 
and we knew Carnage was good. We knew Spider-Man was good. We were both a bit up and down in Mysterio. We were like, well, he looks good on paper, but does he work out? And oh, man, does he deal a surprising amount of damage that you didn't think he was going to do. Mm-hmm. He's super tanky as well. Yeah. And the fact that that him having stealth and the fact that they have to come with him free for uh, BB traps, um, tricks and traps. Yeah. It's great. He's really, really good. And again, um, his tricks and traps um, triggers on all movement. Including... So with Enchantress. Uh, ooh, ooh, there is a timing discussion here. Uh, right, okay. Okay, question for the rules forms. Do reactive superpowers only trigger during the activation phase? Oh, yeah. Because okay. the movement well, off they... of getting pushed by Sin's affiliation would technically trigger tricks and traps. Yeah. Well, they don't, though, do they? Because um, Kingpin can uh, spend a power to get rid of damage that happens in cleanup phase and stuff. Yes. Just so you might be able damage, so. <laughs> so the push off of. Uh, let, let's read this. When an enemy character ends a movement within three of this character, so you need to, like actually range it out wide and stuff but three is a long way especially if you're mm-hmm. the one sitting on the point uh then you can activate the superpower so i think you can off of the sin <laughs> movement trigger tricks and traps yeah. but i'm not a hundred percent sure that would be a thing to check the rules form about yeah but well, that's some objective um push s yeah depending on where you place mysterio or where you can push them yeah, you should be able to push them, still be with them free, and then trigger tricks and traps as well. Doing, I think you probably doing can. the cleanup phase. <laughs> yeah, during the cleanup phase. Obviously, that means Mysterio has to have lots of power, but he's got the when you roll blanks, you gain a power as well. Yep. Um, which is which is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... On the brief side, I was thinking of Mysterio in with uh, Mystique actually in Brotherhood. Ooh, that is that is tricky. I, I am waiting for the fun, fun time of playing the Spider-Foes trio, or two Spider-Foes and another person, but it's all affiliated, of Green yeah. Goblin, Mysterio, Rocket Raccoon, and having three triggers off of someone walking into you. <laughs> it was just looking like the 4th of July as they walk in, just with explosions and fireworks and booby traps. Trick traps and booby traps going off. I love it. Uh-huh. Great. That seems like such a fun interaction, and it gives us a really tanky member, some mystic attacks, which I will mm-hmm. never complain about, and I think he synergizes really well with one of the crises I was going to suggest, which is Infinity Formula. Uh, yeah. Because with Infinity Formula, um, you gain power during the power phase, but you do the push during the VP phase. Um, mm, so you can so you push them... them the oh, so they're not getting the power. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. So Mysterio is definitely an option. The other one I want to bring up, mostly because I like to bring him up after every restricted list gets stuff ad- added to it, is Groot. Ah, uh, Groot. Uh, yeah, I like. I also like Groot. I play him in my criminal syndicate. I um, use him with Rocket. Yeah. Um, but are we are we just taking him for we are Groot though, right? Well, he's also a big tanky boy. He's going to stay on a point. True. So he's doing what we want to do anyway, which is be a big tanky yeah. boy that stays on a point, 
Uh, he also adds to our attack strategy because we have Loki and we have Enchantress, so adding Groot in for the root condition is really going to be annoying. And then we also he get we really are weird. slow though, with no other movement stuff. <laughs> but I think we are it's... slow enough already, just with what we have, that I'm not minding putting in extreme conditioning into this list. And right, once yeah. he's there, he's there. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think once he's at a, at a thing, he's pretty much there. It, obviously, displacement is an issue for him, uh-huh. but he's size three. Yeah. So he can't be so Valkyrie thrown. He can't be Beast thrown. He can't be Dark Ark thrown. Um, no. He does have issue he can't with be Captain America. Bush. Yeah, he does get walked away, but I don't mind because so much of his turn is on his. So much of his power is on his superpowers rather than on his attacks that I don't mind double moving him and then doing a bunch of superpowers. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, you are right. His his main kit is on the superpowers, not necessarily his attacks. Because it's very rare I've ever gotten a um, I am Groot off. Yeah, but when it does happen, it hurts. Oh yeah, when it happens, it's great. It's, yeah, it's, it's real good. Mm-hmm. So I think both of those are interesting options to talk about. With yeah, what about Deadpool? Deadpool is an interesting one. Um. He's... Because I was just gonna say because obviously he's got the superpower where um, he can take free power away from someone. Uh, two power for three two cost. power away from someone for free cost, um, which obviously adds into the control elements of you also chucking Loki in. Yeah. So so that you're making things cost one more plus you're taking power away. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I find him super squishy. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is immune to push and advance effects from superpowers and mystic attacks, and he has uh, that ability where, um, all right, now it's serious, where instead of being uh, considered injured, he's considered healthy when contesting objectives. So he's still, yeah. he does not have the Captain America problem of being dead on objective as soon as he flips. No, true. So I, I think we have a lot of options in our hands for this. Oh no, definitely. I think I'm going to say you said that Mysterio was an option. Mm-hmm. I'm going to suggest locking him in. Very fair. Just so, there's just so much synergy. Like Think, think about it more of like, Sin's leadership ability, Loki having a mind gem, Enchantress doing a battle wheel and just moving it over. Mm-hmm. He just, yeah, he just fits in so well to all those plays. Yeah. He just needs power. That's all he mm-hmm. needs. Yeah. Um... And then we do have the room where we could fit in an out of affiliation two for seventeen and up, if we want an out of affiliation two. Yeah, true. Because we could play our seventeen being, or our sixteen being thin crossbones enchantress with a two coster. And Captain yeah. America. There's no way. This is kind of going a bit. A, a different way, but there's no way of fitting Corvus Glaive and Proxima in to do a, a double date marriage scenario. No, double date is a really, really cute idea, and I think yeah. that's its own episode by itself. Oh no, definitely. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to put a hat on a hat here, mm-hmm. so I'll take that hat off. I will put it back on the the clothes peg, and we're good to go. 
Um, we'll just stay on the one we're doing. Yeah, and I don't think we quite want the current, the the newly released or, or newly shown off 2.0 for Cabal, which is Bob. Bob. No, I don't think we need Bob. I think Bob um, is actually going to make a splash in Blackwater. That's where he's going to be big. Oh, uh, yeah. Because yeah, uh, they need that. Those well, two points. Um, no, do you know the play with Bob? No. Blow my mind. Let's so, turn one, you do excessive violence. Okay. Top of turn two, when Bob flips, you price of failure, Bob, and give all of your... Uh, <laughs> and give everyone three power. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's real funny. I like. So okay, you get I a like that, that. range for a nine dice physical, and then three power, and, so, and then the rest of the game you're playing two points down. That's so stupid. I love it. That's great. <laughs> and it makes this 17 and 18 so much better. Yeah. Yeah, they're like 17 through 19, suddenly just add Bob, and you fixed your 17 through 19. Yeah, because as soon as Thanos gets any sort of like extra um, power, he's just good to go for the rest of the game. Yeah. And you're also powering up, and then also you can turn to Quantum Starburst on an important target with Boxima. Yeah. It's just, I am like, oh, that I want that to become the staple list, because that sounds so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the idea of all these huge galactic characters, like, you know, Proxima and Corvus, like these out-of-worldly scions from a different planet, and then just Bob. Yeah. Just just Bob. Just Bob. Just there, eating a taco, just having a great time. Yeah. <laughs> Looking up at Thanos, wondering why he's there. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So, um, but I think, I think, um, Okoye would be a good option, but I think she's a good option in most lists. Um, yeah. I don't There's think no we want... she doesn't go, right? Uh, I think there are a couple places where she doesn't go. Um, if you're wanting a range five option, you go with Rocket Raccoon. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we could do Toad, because I think just having that extra power on the extract game is very powerful, and... Um, especially you can, especially on things like Montessi formula and stuff, you can take the scroll away from your front laner onto Toad yeah. to allow them to pick up the one they're about to knock off of whatever the opponent's front line is. Yeah, because we haven't, we haven't really got a backstop no. at the moment, have we? And obviously Rocket gives that. Well, we and kind of we... have a backstop in Sin. Sin is, Sin acts like... Hawkeye in many cases. As okay. soon as oh, she, has... she moves to the the middle, does a hit and run. And moves back. Um, and just moves back. Right, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do think Toad would be an interesting option, and he can also play a back point pretty well. Like, once yeah. he has something, he can play a back point pretty well. And he also makes interesting first-round extract plays possible. No, Definitely. It also adds incinerate into the mix as well, which is never yeah. a bad thing. Never so. going to complain about incinerate. Um. Okay, cool. So we are basically between either Rocket or Toad for our two points, right? Okay. You're, you're not going to really, even though she's kind of generically useful, we're going to glaze over Quay? Uh, that's difficult, right? Um, I can't really glaze. <laughs> 
if if I pick those over a Koye, I'll probably get shouted at by by many many people. Yes, but we're but, also we're, I don't care. I, it's I, true. I also don't care. You know what? I don't care about you. That's a lie. I love you all. But for this purpose, I don't. So uh, Akoye, she's out. She's on the bench. Okay. She's sitting Fair. there. So do you there want Rocket Raccoon or do you want Toad? I'm going to say Toad. Just because, like I said, we've got an unconventional bat point of a sin. Mm-hmm. She can sort of move up, move back. She can, you know, easily go from the left flank back onto the back point really easily. Um, so yeah, I think, yeah, I think we're okay with that. So Toad just opens up more options for one with the incinerate, just to make things a bit easier when we need it, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, just that range to extract Fay, yeah, um, is real good. So, and yeah. then also because of uh, at times you want to like hard commit with Sin uh, to do make it personal. And then at that mm-hmm. point, Toad becomes the back pointer because that's later in the game when Toad already has an extract and he's trying to stay away from the fight. So he's okay to suddenly become the back pointer at that point. Yeah, exactly. For him just chilling out of the back. Mm-hmm. So we have one final spot and we can play another spicy four pointer in this list. Um, we can play uh, that also uh, with Toad, we also get the. 20-point team of Thor, Loki with a Mind Gem, Enchantress, Captain America, Toad. Captain America, Toad. That's great. I love it. And that seems like a a, a annoying team on Kree-Core. Yeah. That is really, really going to annoy some people. You've got plenty of uh, characters to try to find it. Or even if you don't, you can just... Enchantress the Kreekor back off. Well, so, so you yeah. can enchant with the Kreekor off of someone and then have Toad take the Kreekor from Enchantress. Yeah, and just hop away and sit yeah. on the back and just go, bye guys, I'm out of here. Yeah. Um. Cool, so points values, you're saying another four point that makes sense. For yeah, we, we, we have range here because at this point we cover all point values because with... With the addition of Mysterio, we can play our, uh, ten, uh, our 17 is a 3 a 3, uh, uh, Sin, Frostburns, Enchantress, Captain America, Mysterio. And then we can just threat oscillate up our, our Cabal chain into yep. Mind Gem Loki, Sin, Crossbones, into, um, Sin, Loki, Enchantress, Captain America. Mysterio. So it's just, if we get a four-pointer, we get more options up the chain, but we can definitely have redundancy at one of these other point values if we want it. Yeah. We're sounding like we're going more towards Sin with Crisis Play, and four is just there if um, we just need to be a little more tankier, right? Yeah, and and I think Thor is better in the attrition matchups. Mm-hmm. Because uh, while I don't think we want to commit super heavily for... Because I think tactics cards are going to be where this, this list gets real complicated. Um, yeah. And I think we're not going to be able to do both Rainbow Badge and Odin's Blessing. But Odin's Blessing, I think, is so good in that attrition matchup against... So if you're having super yeah. attrition focus, you can play that Thor, Loki, Enchantress and still be the control. Because all because yeah. Thor has throws all over the place, and then Enchantress and Loki have all of their stuff. 
but then you're playing with that redundant with that backstop of stopping their spike. Yeah. No, definitely. And I think that's an important thing to say. Like we have all points. Obviously we fit all points, but do we fit all plans? Like do we have, you know, the options of what we need to play at those points? And again, like you said, we could take Rainbow Bridge, but it seems like the Asgardian uh, team we're taking is more attrition focused, so it's better to like hone in on that and therefore yeah. just take Odin's blessing. Well, yeah, more more focused for the attrition matchup. Yeah, exactly, and that's when we already said we're going to kind of lean more towards the Asgard affiliation than yeah. um, Bow at that matchup. So yeah, cool. Right, so four pointer them, mm-hmm. and it can be out of affiliation as well. Right? Yeah, it can be. So we just have piles and piles and oodles of options. Oodles and oodles of options. Um, well, if we're going more controlly, right, it's hard not to mention Black Panther. Yeah. Um, he's super tanky as well. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, he has the issue of not being great um, against Mystic Attacks, and there are more coming to the game. Obviously, Modoc's still everywhere. Mm-hmm. Same with um, Captain America as well. So maybe someone that could tackle Modoc if we needed it. Um, we also have um, someone who does okay into Modoc, um, and also plays our control plan is Medusa. True. Um, yeah, she takes really out Modoc's ability to. Um, we roll dice. Yeah, we roll dice, which lessens his major impact. And she has a throw. She has a place. Um, and she has all of her pushes, and if there's anyone near Modoc, she can attack them first and then flurry into Modoc and not yeah. worry about the wilds as much. So that is an option to play. Um, we can just turn this into... We can do the thing we kind of mentioned earlier and turn this into a super flexible team by adding in Kingpin... Yeah, and suddenly becoming a tri-affiliation list, but that will be hell on our tactics cards. That'll be hell on tactics cards, but yeah, I, and also I think Sin kind of does what we're trying to what Kingpin would have added anyway yeah. to some regards. Like it is just a control list where, but Kingpin's more about just you know fortifying down, sitting on a point, and just staying there. Um, um, another a... option maybe is Black Dwarf. Yeah, Black Dwarf. Um, another slow tanky boy. Um, yeah. But is just so tanky. Um, yeah, and again, he can kind of just sit in front of Modoc, um, take the hits. Obviously, Modoc can move away at that point. That's great because he's moving further away from. Um, yeah, he'll always have to kind of move away, uh, which then protects your um, characters on you know the back point of the field. Um, <laughs> and it's, takes we are way. Cabal anyway, so I'm less worried about Modoc because we have access to Dark Rain. Yeah, true. Because Dark Rain into Modoc really changes. Because yeah. then you start being able to reroll your wilds on top of everything else because you know they're going to turn blank anyway. Yeah. Um, and especially, as I said, with Sin, with, you know, that good range. Yeah. Um. Then we have an unaffiliation speedy tanky boy of Sabertooth. True. True. Um, he's tanky. Yeah. Um, he's moving L, and we don't have any other uh, long movers, yep. if I remember. No. And he just sticks on points like nobody's business. He really does. Um, 
the other yeah. movement L tanky boy we have an option of out of affiliation is Daredevil. Yeah. As well as Black Panther as well. But yeah, yeah. Daredevil and Daredevil's got that retaliation here as well. Mm-hmm. And he puts stun on, which is really good. And and if it's ever a humdrum in the middle, he so can just stun on to slow them down. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and his baton hook's got push on a wild as well, yeah. which is good. Well, it's a, it's a push towards. Obviously, it's size two or less, but still. Yeah. Uh-huh. But that um, that can help getting yeah, him again, in. Again, that could be good to push someone towards so they're within to... Yep. So they drop their asset, right? So. Yep. So we, we, again, have a lot of options. Is there one that jumps out to you? Um, yeah, be within that two, drop the asset, get um, priority, pick it up run away mm-hmm. yeah I'm liking this I'm liking this a lot let's chuck the four pointers in so we've got Daredevil Sabretooth Black Dwarf and Black Panther right mm-hmm. and and yeah I think those are the major ones there's a couple more off the wall suggestions I could pull out but I think those are the major ones that we'll talk about for now yeah, I'm surprised you haven't mentioned Green Goblin. But... Well, I don't think this is a fit list that fits Green Goblin. I think Green Goblin is good at specific things, and this list is not playing towards the specific things he's good at. If that makes sense. No, true. No, it does make sense. No, it does. Um, I think else. Maybe Venom as an off-the-wall suggestion. Venom's up there. Um... I would also suggest if you just want a threat that is kind of scary, Carnage is right there. Yeah, he really is. Um, and also you've got uh, Captain America to help him with the bodyguarding. Yeah. And so if there are lots of energy attacks about, then obviously Cap can just help Carnage a bit and take those hits. And he's also somewhat good into Modoc. Like, he has the big weakness into Modoc of the low Mystic defense, and the, but... Uh, but he's really good against Chair, and he is, and he prevents the ability for Modok to spike. And with how low Modok's defense dice are, you can really taper off his spiking in a big way. Yeah, and he's really good at just clearing up those two pointers as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we we have a lot of things we have talked about, and I we think we have a lot of options. Um, so. We have a lot of things that are good at the plan we're doing, mm-hmm. but we don't necessarily have that sort of different direction, which Carnage does put in, right? Yeah. Where, like, Car- Carnage offers something that we don't currently have on the list, which is someone that can just go up to something and go, you died this turn. Yeah. So that's an option to put in just, um, yeah, to add a different avenue. Well, so it's, like, okay, I think... We don't. If we want something to die this turn, we can do that from the tactics card slot rather than from our character slot. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Because we have Dark Rain. Yeah, true. And obviously, uh, Bitter Rivals as well is an option. Yeah, Bitter Rivals is also an option. Um, and a thing I will mention later. Cool. I love all the secret tech you have hidden. Oh, you have yeah. a secret tech box, let's say, that you just go into. <laughs> yes, it's called my Assemble app. <laughs> Your Assemble is true, the Assemble app. I have like 40 lists on Assemble at this point. Beautiful. 
I, I have so much secret tech that I'm just like, it's piling over. It's overflowing with mm-hmm. goodies. Yeah. We like it. Okay, so how do you feel about going for Carnage then? I am for, perfectly uh, fine with putting yeah. Carnage in this list. I am not going to complain about Carnage. Okay, yeah, let's chuck Carnage in, just because <laughs> it's a bit of a, yeah, a different road. And sometimes, like I said, if everything all does the same thing, that's great, but on those moments when you need that sort of mm-hmm. different... And we have this interesting point value. Um, let me do math. I know. Uh, at 19, where we go Thin Crossbones Enchantress Captain America Thor. Oh, wow. Under okay. Sin's leadership. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. Thor's got the throw, so he works him really well. He he's got, got the notable power generation, which is good. Yeah. Mm, okay. And and he's tanky. <laughs> and he's tanky as well. But I just... I, I think I'm going to be play. I might play this list for <laughs> um, season five. Jeez, chuck it in there. I I make some necessary changes because we don't know all the cards in all the boxes yet, and I know there's at least yeah, one crisis we don't know. Yeah, this is true. Um. I, I have said this before, but I am playing Doom Prophecy All You've Got Wakanda as my list for season five. I like it. That's <laughs> that is fun. Yes. Uh, for you. My, It'll be fun for you. Yeah, my Wakanda Wave team is Black Panther, Shuri, Akoi, Mystique, Agent Widow. Okay, nice. That's a good mix. Um, so you can do the Wakanda Forever on Mystique's turn, so they can't do any reactive superpowers doing it. And yeah. you get the out-of-turn, uh, out-of-scenario VP from Agent Wado. Yes. Which is just so important. Yeah. <laughs> nowadays, like, especially where, uh, like, a lot of players have got a good grasp of, um, you know, consistently getting those points a turn from what's like available to you so anything that can just give you a point out of there yeah perfect and i i think people are sleeping on agent widow <laughs> a lot i yeah like i said there's so many things that people are sleeping on like i really like um crystal i think crystal's incredible oh crystal's great uh she's part of another list that plays agent widow my unaffiliated condition dot deck yeah Oh, buddy! Many tokens on someone as you can. Yes, and, and they're not and, taking them off either. Yeah, and that team loves to play into She-Hulk. Yeah, because she just that. does not get to take them off. No, yeah. So, um, now let's talk about crises. Yeah, let's do that. Um, we talked already about Infinity Formula, which I think is a very good one for us. Yeah, the the only thing is we are we're necessarily um, not the widest of teams. We're only obviously four characters. Yeah, but other than that, I think it's all good. We've got enough well, movement no. to get to the point where we need to be. We're going to stay there, so yeah. We we can do five. We can do oh, yeah, five true. by 17. Because we, yeah, we, we do Sin, Captain America, Crossbones, Enchantress. That's 10, 14, and then Mysterio, and that's our 17. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, definitely Infinity Formula then. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a really good pick and then um, I think we also go for the other power generating one um, um, Black Order 
Descent? Yes, Blackwater Cosmic yeah. Invasion, Blackwater Descent. Cosmic Invasion, cool. Um, and that one becomes, do we just replace Mysterio with Toad, and we have the same exact team? Or Perfect. if they're looking like they're going to be playing a little bit thinner, because 16 is the po- really the crux point where you change from uh, where teams can still be at four, still be at five, depending on their affiliation. Um, you can play with um, Sin, Enchantress, Loki, Mind Gem, Captain America. Yeah. Um, Descend, um, Cosmic Invasion, Black Order, Descends on Earth, that would also trigger uh, Mysterio's <laughs> traps, right, as well? Yes, I think it would. Okay, um, cool. So if we play at any point value above 16, we can get Mysterio in there. Get Mysterio in there, and then you get in the trigger off as well. Again, I don't know where he's getting this 12 power that he needs to constantly get it off, but I'm on board for it. Well, he's getting it from the scenario. It's true. Oh, yeah, that's true. He's getting it from the scenario. And then wherever they go, they're just... It's like a, a scene from Roger Rabbit or something. You're just <laughs> stepping onto a giant mouse trap. Then an anvil falls down. Yeah. Then they walk into, like, an electric river. It's great. Mm-hmm. I'm on board for all of it. So, and then our final one, I think, is a lot more interesting of a choice. Um, There's a couple scenarios I think we specifically want to avoid... Um, Gamma Wave, Maya Fisk, and yeah. um, Mist. Okay. And yeah. Demons Downtown. All of which, when you push away, you lose the benefit because the benefit is is a disability on your opponent rather than an advantageous thing for you. Yeah. Uh, we can go for the kind of neutral one of um, of of Riot Sparks, or we can go for the B Force. And pay one of the pay to flips because we do have the Asgard option um, yeah. at 18 of playing four wide Asgard with Captain America, Loki, Time Gem, uh, Mind Gem, Enchantress, Thor. Yeah, and that's going with portals, yeah? Uh, no, for Mutant Madman. Oh, Mutant Madman, that's true. Or, or, or. Also, Spider Portals also works because that's also an 18, yeah, right? Because uh, Captain America's got four energy defense, right? Yeah, so uh, let's let's look. So Captain America's a four four, Enchantress yeah. is a two two. So she's not the best at any of these, but no. she she can move the opponent off of the point and then attempt it a lot of the time. Yeah, uh, Loki's a three three, and then Thor is a four four. So either direction we go, we just need to figure out which scenario structure we prefer over. Yeah. Uh, also points, right? Yeah. Um, well, they're both eighteen. Oh, they're both 18, right? Yeah, true. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there we go. I personally like Mutant Madman because we can use the Asgard affiliation ability just to heal up any damage we take from it. Um, rather than uh, trying to... Rather than the pushes, which I think would be an issue for us off of Spider Portals. True, and obviously we can deal out um, damage as well. Yeah. In the cleanup phase. Uh huh. Which is good. And we've got enough things where we can move people to set that up to get, you know, the women to for the trap. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I think Mutant Man, I agree, is a better choice over 
pause, but they are close. Mm-hmm. But I would, yeah, I would go for Mutant Man then. And now, Sweet. And, and again, like I said, with the way it works, obviously shuffle the three and just pick the two. Yeah. You're pretty much going to be playing either Evasion or Infinity Formula, right? Yeah. I would think. Uh-huh. Cosmic Invasion or Infinity Formula. So you have Mutant Man as a counter pick option into things like Web Warriors who do not have the extra power gen to yeah, really true. pull off those those scenarios. No, definitely. Sweet, there's some good um, secures. I like that. Um, extracts. Extracts are really yeah. fascinating with Sin. Mm. Um, we talked about it already, and I think it's a good option for us, is Alien Ship Crashes Down. Yep. And that is an asset token for us. It is, yeah. Because that's what we were trying to think, right? Either... G- I think there might be a bit of a trap where you're thinking, well, obviously you want to go with um, extracts that have lots of things on the board. Mm-hmm. So then you can obviously move it up, pick it up and get ahead on the points that way. But actually maybe focusing ones that only have, you know, one extract is the way to go because then you're able to, you know, dominate that and just focus on that one character. Sometimes. Yeah. I, th- I think there are, I think it's a balance. And I think there are yeah, some times yeah. where you want the white extract, and I think the white extract of choice for us will be Cosmic Cubes. Yeah, I was going to say Cubes. Mm-hmm. And I think Scrolls as well works, right? No. no. Uh, scrolls? Um, scrolls are civilian tokens, not... Ah. But the one that does work, and I think the one you maybe are thinking of, is Montessi Formula. There we go, Montessi Formula, yeah. Yeah, which are spellbooks. Yeah. Which I think, continuing in the grand Cabal tradition, Montessi Formula is very good on in, in Sing Cabal. Because we have, yeah. now now we have a slow, medium, and fast. Yeah, true. We've got different paces of the game that we can choose. Uh-huh. And all of them are above 17 points, so we're always playing five wide. Yeah. If Do we you want, want to discuss uh, Wakanda herbs, Wakandan herb is interesting because we don't actually get any value off of it other than like the annoyance of it. Yeah, the annoyance of making them drop it, having to pick it up, but we can't control it. Yeah. Know. Um. We that. we do have Enchantress who is good on herbs because she can make, um. She can actually steal the opponent's orb, but I don't think that's enough for us to really go that direction. No. Um, and we don't have a herb, good herb carrier. Like, Toad is a medium herb carrier, but I don't think we have, like, a great herb carrier to really maximize our potential on herbs. Yeah, true. We don't, yeah, we don't necessarily have a game plan for that. We have stuff, elements that makes sense for the scenario but not necessarily a plan so yeah true mm-hmm. so yeah just thought i'll chuck it out there just to yeah quickly say so now we get on to tactics cards yeah this is gonna be a difficult one right yes so i think the two that we're very sure on are dark rain and odin's blessing mm-hmm. yeah definitely did we want to choose our uh, restricteds first uh, we can go that direction, but I had I had another semi-affiliated one that I wanted to bring up. Cool. Uh, have you read To Ash and Cinder? Uh, I have read 
to Ash and Cinder. That's the one when you place a... No, which one's Ash and Cinder again? Uh, you place a demolition charge. And then during yes, the next cleanup one. phase, all characters within two get stunned, suffer two damage, and it destroys features around it. So it yes. acts as this big deterrent and area it control. It really does. Um, yep. And it's very specifically range two. Mm-hmm. So with... Um, we can place it down on like an objective that's getting contested a lot, and if they throw anyone in the scrum to try and actually secure the objective, we can use either Loki or Enchanted with whichever one we have in our team, or if they're small enough, you can do it at proper ranges, but less. I don't think you can quite do that. Um, with uh, um, Mysterio's... Uh, Damage trigger or is it a wild trigger? Damage trigger on his on on his uh, basic attack, but that's a little less consistent. To move them into this place where they're between range, they're in range two of the demolition charge, but off the point. Yeah. Yeah, and two damage is massive. And stun. And And stun as well. Specifically, it's gain stun then suffer two damage. Yeah. And there's obviously uh, Sin or Crossbones can place it. And how much power is it to do? Two. 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 Oh, man. So basically, it's always going to be online off of Sin turn two. Uh, by yeah. uh, Start of turn two. Because Sin gener- doesn't generally spend more than four power a turn. And generally, she's recouping at least three power a turn. So it's very hard for her to go neg power to a massive degree. True. And also, depending on like how much power she's got and where she is, she can place it and then hit and run out of there as well. Yeah, so- exactly. She can move up. Yeah. She can- no, she can't move up. She It's the start of activation phase you play it. So you place it and right, then... Okay, yeah. And then you do your... And then you move away from it. But it's it's this, this scenario piece... It's another bit of scenario control and deterrent and taxation in a really interesting way that I am in love with and cannot wait to get on the battlefield. Yeah, definitely. Because, again, like, you could do with her, you could, um, obviously, turn one, you get a power, um, and then at the end of turn one, you put her up the board, um, get that second power at the start of turn. She had priority anyway because we're going quite slow. Place the bomb. Shoot someone, hope you get some power, and hit and run out of it. Well, no, because you're doing automatic pistol, you automatically oh, yeah, you, you get flat power that, gen. Um, power. Yeah, so, yeah, and then you can get out of there. Yeah, because she has so much flat power gen. Because she's flat power genning two to four power a turn, plus yeah. the extra power gen she gets off of her air to the wicked. She never yeah. runs out of power for what she's wanting to do. She's actually quite a battery. Yeah, and um, then you can always partners in crime straight after that as well. Yeah. Oh, man, Sin, I cannot wait to play Sin. I know. Like, the more I put on the table, the more impressed with her I am. Great. So. That's awesome. But yeah, Ash and Cinder uh, is a really good choice, and it definitely plays into what, um, yeah, we're trying to do. <laughs> so now let's talk about uh, restricted cards. So I have to bring it up. Um. Yeah, because it's me, and we, yep. and I think Captain America is a not terrible target for it. Doom prophecy. Doom, doom prophecy. Come on down. Do, 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 do. 
Yeah. So uh, yeah, he's got four physical. Yes. And I think it turns um, his shield throw into something terrifying. Yeah, I'm gonna say it. Eight dice range for hit with a ricochet, right? To get another. Ignore line of sight and cover. Yeah. Ignore line in sight and cover. <laughs> with a yeah, ricochet. So he can be in a good. Yeah, he can be in a good position anyway, hiding himself. So obviously they have to come and get him if they want to attack him. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and then just get essentially four eight dice attacks, right? Yeah, and we also have Finn and Crossbones, who are both very good Dune Prophecy targets. We have Carnage, who can be terrifying with Dune Prophecy, but that's that's yeah. for, for... Oh, your Sin's a, Sin's a fantastic Dune Prophecy yeah. target, because generates the power, like, gets two um, two shots at seven, um, seven attack dice, mm-hmm. and then you can hit and run get another, you know, two lots of seven and just get out of there. And then you've got stealth as well. Well, or if you want to, you can do hit and run in. Uh, Yeah, and hit and run again. No, you can't hit and run twice. It's once per turn, sadly. Oh, once per turn, yeah, yeah. But then you can make it personal for nine dice so you have a really consistent chance to get that free mystic attack off. Yeah. Which is, which, like... And then, like, as I mentioned before, crossbones can also be a really scary Dune Prophecy target, because suddenly you're doing nine dice overpowers. Yeah. That's really true. Mm-hmm. And he and doesn't mind... Well and he doesn't mind the disadvantage as much, because he can pay to reduce damage anyway, so he's, he's still getting one flat success for one power every attack, even if he's not rolling defense dice. Yeah. No, there's some really good targets. And then let's let's not forget Thor either. <laughs> yeah, true. So it's like we, we have a field of good targets we can target. Yeah, and you're right in regards of um our tactics are when we need to engage that punch mode. Yeah. Where we just need to go right, okay, we need a turn where we just hit and don't stop hitting. Yeah. So Doom Prophecy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you You've uh, convert, converted me <laughs> on Doom Prophecy today. I'm not normally a big Doom Prophecy guy just because, you know, I play more like sort of tanky stuff and I like to stay there. And Doom Prophecy is the opposite of that. Yeah. And Where essentially you make yourself dead for a turn. Yeah. But also, it's we have priority. It's true, we do have priority. Because we have, either we're running four wide, or yeah. we're running five wide, but running at we're four married. activations. Because yeah. of crossbones and thin. Mm-hmm. So now we have one more restricted slot. Um, I'm of two so minds we still, here. we're still playing that attrition game, right? And we still want to stay there. So, well, I think. That was one of, I was thinking of the Brace of Med Pack for that final slot. Right, yeah. Do we want the healing or do we want the throw protection? I think throw protection. Yeah. Over over med pack. Like I said Brace kind of will will stop you going down rather than med pack, you kind of have to hope you survive to then heal, if that makes sense. That makes sense. Um at so least now, with Brace, we can kind of take that wearable out 
rather than you know just praying going oh i hope <laughs> i hope i can heal after this so yeah so now 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 a big question for us do we want to take thunder wave i think we have that's why we're here right we're, okay. we're playing the captain yeah. america you know we don't want to lose cap in yeah. the episode this episode is about mr steve Rogers. well and himself, as so, i yeah. mentioned before and again go ahead yeah. no i was just gonna say um just about the card like it's a range five beam mm-hmm. it sits dice it's it's solid it's a good attack and it's at 19 points we play sin crossbones enchantress captain america thor and we yeah. can do it on demons downtown yeah. And we get the fun little trick with Sin. Do you know about the trick with Sin? No, what's this trick? So, Again, reach into that trick box and tell me. So, Sin um, has Heir to the Wicked, which is when, a, when this character is damaged by an enemy or allied effect after it resolves. If it is not, uh, if this character is not dazed, gains one power. Makes sense. Uh, yeah. But it says allied effect. And when you catch an ally character in a beam, they take one Move automatic beam, damage. They take one damage. Right, okay, I'm on I'm on the train. And so we don't yeah, mind Sin getting caught in a beam. <laughs> no. Because she's gaining two she was gaining two power. One power. Right? So the damage and one for well just one power for that. Yeah, because yeah, it's not an enemy effect. effect, so she does not get her power equal damage. Power. So that yeah, leaves... just when she needs that extra powerful and make it personal, right? Yeah, or something like that. So now or we got... to get an extra power to set up Ash and Cinder when she needs it for the next round. Yeah, so. or, or stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So now we have two slots left. Cool, because we've got... Um, just refresh me on what we've gone for so far. So we've got... We've We've got Thunderwave, we've got Dark Rain, Odin's Blooding, To Ash and Cinder, Doom Prophecy, and yeah. Race for Impact. Right, okay. So we've got two more. Yes. Um, so normally in a sort of control list like this, I would like putting in movement stuff. Yeah. So uh, climbing gear or uh, tactical analysis, uh, something along those lines, or extreme conditioning, depending on our movements. I like climbing um, gear. I yeah, I love climbing gear. I think it's great, mm-hmm. and it just adds lots of lots of good options. Again, sin to move, yeah, to get out of stealth and stuff, or mm-hmm. to get that move when you want to do the team prophecy turn. Or you yeah. move someone. It's like late activations, and they have a back point that they've managed to move you off of. You just move back on, and then do your last activation or whatever. Yeah, um, or even just to get Captain America within once and get a thunder wave off. Yeah. Like no, that's definitely true. Um, and our last one, I think it's down between two cards, in my opinion. Okay. And they're they're right next to each other, and they're both B cards. Bitter Rivals and Blind Obsession. Yeah. I, for me, it's Bitter Rivals. I've okay. played that card so much lately, and it's just done so much work. It, Yeah, and because we've got so much um, character manipulation as well, we can move people... To be within that bubble of three. Um, also, we've got you know Carnage and other characters. Yeah, like four and... especially that can decide to daze a character, 
keep them in place so the bit of rivals doesn't move. Yeah, and stacking the bit of rivals bubble and the Loki bubble after he's flipped on top of each other. Yeah. Just seems mean. Yeah, that does seem real, real mean. Yeah. Wasn't there another tactics we were thinking about? It was bit of rivals and Blind Obsession. Yeah, blind obsession. Um there is also one other thing I will shout out as I'm shouting out it basically every episode at this point because I think it's really, really good and people need to start playing it, especially when Amazing Spider-Man comes out, is March for Death. Yeah. That card... Yeah, just taking away that stealth from people. Well, no. So it's stealth, movement short, and yeah. uh, cannot modify or reroll defense dice. Which are all really big things. Like, any one of those can cripple a character in a turn. And for certain characters, stacking two or three of those cripples a character, like Amazing Spider-Man. No, definitely. No, I was thinking of um, the synergy between um, Dark Reign and Bitter Rivals. Like, yeah. those two together. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you're, we go with You're just that. taking someone out for a turn, right? Yeah. So. So we have a full roster here, and it looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm going to say, there's some real... Um, I think it's one of those... Um, recently on Danger Room, they talked about uh, ceiling and floor, right? Yeah. Of what you can get out of it with like not kind of being a new player and what you can get out. And I think this is one of those lists where you can kind of see what it needs to do on the table when you put it down. Yeah. But once you start mastering it, and once you start... Because there's loads of different syner- synergies in that list. Oh, yeah. We we uh, just you know, scratched the surface in. of it, I think. Yeah, definitely. I think once you start playing it a bit more, you kind of unlock these crazy plays that you just go, <laughs> oh, did I did I really do that? Oh, yeah. great. No, I it's feel... a list that I find really fun, like, where at first you have this idea of what you think it is, but the more you play it, the more it sort of evolves and develops into something a little bit more beasty. Yeah, I just, I remember playing a game where I was facing a She-Hulk and I bittered rivals the She-Hulk um, yeah. and then uh, Dark Reigned the She-Hulk and then did double yeah. Red Skull spend her into the She-Hulk, throwing her into other team members. Amazing. And then dazing She-Hulk there and then just and then it was like Loki was also there, flipped, so they want so She Hulk wasn't getting any spikes on defense. And it was it was mean. That is mean. That was real mean. But yeah, bit of rivals. I was a little bit surprised that it wasn't on the restricted list. But um I think it it's on the table long enough yet. Yeah, I think it's too new. I would not be surprised if it's on the next BNR list, but as with yeah. all you've got on the first uh, ban and restricted list. I think they want to give things time to have their day in the mm. sun before restricting them. Yeah, and it's definitely, and I think it will still, all you've got isn't gone. Like, yeah. I think it will still have its time in the sun. Oh, yeah. It's just more people have to decide what their what their plan is with their tactics now rather mm-hmm. than just, you know, be able to swap more freely. So. Yeah. So that is a very. Very solid and fun-looking list with a lot of little spicy tech in there. Um, yeah, we, it's definitely seasoned. It's got some salt. It's got some pepper. I yeah. like it. It's really, really so, good. 
for yeah. those people at home. Thank you so much for having me on, that's it. Well, give me a second. I know, I'm just I'm, I'm jumping in. <laughs> yes. Uh, for those of you at home, uh, the full list, if you want to play it, is Captain America, Sin, Crossbones, Enchantress, Loki, God of Mischief, Infinity Gem, uh, Mind, Thor, Prince of Asgard, Mysterio, Toad, Carnage. Our tactics cards are Dark Rain, Odin's Blessing, to Ashen Cinder, Dune Prophecy, Brace for Impact, Thunder Wave, Climbing Gear, and Bitter Rivals. And then our secures are Infinity, Formula Goes Missing, Cosmic Invasion, Black Order Descends on Earth, Mutant Madman turns City Center into Lethal Amusement Park, uh, alien ship crashes da- in downtown, struggle for the cube con- continues, and the Montesi formula found. Thank you very much for coming on, Marcus. No, thank you for having me. It's been really fun. I really enjoyed it. Uh, if people wanted to reach out to you, how would they go about doing that? Um, yes, I'm on Discord um, as uh, Marcus and, and brackets uh, he him. Um, yeah, just uh, PM me there. I'm always up for a game um, if you want to um, play. Uh, other than that, that's probably the best way to contact me. Um, also, I will say uh, now the the plague times are easing off a bit. Um, we're going to be starting doing actual in-person events, and I'm based in the southwest of England, and I'll be running events in um, around the Exeter area in a few of our flags. We've actually got an event on the 5th of June at, at Union County Games. So um, it's just a game day. Um, I spent pretty much all the pandemic making terrain, so I've made a um, Guardians Cosmic um, Museum, Collector Museum board that's got mm. like lots of characters in personal boxes and things like that, and I'm just working on a Kunlun board at the moment for Iron Fist. So there'll be lots of fully painted terrain, lots of boards all set up, so mm-hmm. if you're in the southwest area of the UK on the 5th of June, check that event out, and that's on Facebook. Fantastic. And if you want to reach out to me, I am Lexa White on all the MCP discords and Egypt on all the non-MCB discords. As I mentioned earlier, if you want to hear me talk about TV, come visit ggypt.tumblr.com. That's ggypt.tumblr.com. And if you want to see me play something completely different, uh, come visit twitch.tv slash Games every Sunday morning where me and the titular Codab sit down and play custom Arkham Horror the Card Game. And thank you very much for coming on. Well, thank you uh, for you. Yeah, thank you for you having me on. And keep experimenting, people.